Pie. Um, we're back again for part two of the uh, tour of Europe. Uh, nearly called it the Grand Tour there, but um, that would have been inappropriate um, considering all that went on. So, um, luckily, um, we've got um, quite a bit of the journey done already. Um, it's been quite good so far, uh, an interesting experience. Um, I'm sure the guys have got something else up their sleeve. Um, I was trying to figure it out last night, um, and I was trying to, or, or I was tempted to, I should say, look at the route I planned and see if, they, if there were any weird festivals involving goats or small children. Uh, but then I thought, well, it's part of the experience. Um, they can have a laugh if they want. It's fine. It adds to the excitement of the show. So I'm just going to accept anything that that they have foreseen uh, as part of the challenge. Uh, so I thought that would be uh, a bit more genuine uh, for the viewers at, uh, at home. So we've stopped over. We've we've done the goat thing. Um, I know that's part of the plan. That's that's fine by me. Absolutely fine. Uh, don't don't mind a bit of goat. It's actually delicious. Uh, stayed in a strange man's house. We haven't managed to get the car looked at. Uh, so we're going to do the second stage of the journey, and I think I'll report in. Uh, barring any, any disasters on the way at the end of the day, uh, update you on where we have gone, uh, what we've done, and where we will be going. So I will speak to you shortly. Right, I'm back, and um, I've, I've actually had to put this forward a bit. So it's at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, the car all of a sudden started... Um, producing an unholy amount of smoke um, and I didn't think that that was particularly good for the environment and the people we were passing. Uh, the only way uh, I figured out to stop the smoke was to lift your foot off the accelerator at which point the smoke disappeared. As soon as the foot went back onto the accelerator boom it was back. So, going through some of the villages, I um, I got a bit bit scared, and when I saw some people ahead, I lifted off the accelerator to make it look like the vehicle was fine, and then I, I powered on, just purely to get to a mechanics. So the mechanics I've picked uh, was kind of on the way, I've had to make a slight detour. They're open, which is great. They can't fit me in this afternoon, which is not so great. It's a very, very small place, this. It's uh, in the middle of nowhere. So uh, there's not a lot to do. I'm going to have to wait for them to fit me in first thing in the morning, which was very kind of them. Uh, they've had a quick look and they've ordered a pass as well. 
So don't worry, it's, it's all on expenses. Um, I'm, not, I'm not spending a penny personal, personally, uh, as it should be, uh, even though it is technically the taxpayers' money. So I apologise for that. But it's better than smoking out French. Um, some, would, some would argue with that. Uh, but of course, I wouldn't be on that side of the argument. Uh, I don't agree with smoking anyone else, uh, even you know, particularly the French. Not even the French, particularly. So I've decided, with the time that we've got, to um, spend a bit of time on the car, a bit of cleaning, um, a bit of rubbing up uh, some of the trim. Get that stick and span, um, but in the uh, in the forecourt of the garage, uh, and then uh, there's a nice little walk to a place that does a thing called Via Ferrata. Now I don't know whether you're uh, uh, you've heard of this before or um, or even done it, but it, it it's basically. Uh, Climbing along a mountain on a on a wire rope, via uh, meaning by Ferrata meaning wire rope, maybe I don't. Know. So uh, it's in it's in the uh, the uh, guidebooks. So uh, it's something that I have heard of. Um, they've got some spaces this afternoon, and I thought, well. This is about um, a voyage that uh, yourself and I and myself are going on, and part of that voyage is to experience new things. I'm not not particularly good with heights. That could be an issue. They're talking of miking me up on the rope, which I don't think is necessary. However. Uh, we might do it, and if I don't scream that much, I might let it through. So we'll we'll do that. I will report back afterwards. Then uh, and then a bit of kip because it's, uh, it's quite tiring all this driving. So um, I'll go up and uh, and get uh, get all ropey. Right. So they they did persuade me to my cup. Uh, I'm currently stood on a ledge approximately 400 metres from the ground, I'd say, which is high, quite high, but, uh, and it's a big but, the, the course, should I say, that I can see, or the way forwards, Proceed onto another ledge, followed by another ledge, um, all the way down the course, which looks technically quite difficult. I am I am roped in, you know, so there's a very very small chance that I will fall. However, the drop goes from 400 meters to and I can I can sort of look in the distance, and I'd say we are quite comfortably trickling that. So maybe a thousand to 
1,200 pieces, something like that. It's pretty ridiculous. So, already I'm feeling um, a bit nauseous, but also I, the ledge is, is quite, quite wide and substantial at this point. Very, very quickly, I'd say within 50 metres, the ledge I'm standing on will probably be the size of my feet, uh, perpendicular to the cliff face, if you can imagine that, which is a bit terrifying. But further on than that, there is a part of the ledge which is the width of my foot parallel to the cliff face. Now, I'm quite a queasy, nervous person, and I'm feeling all those emotions now. Also, uh, I don't think I'm the most uh, squeamish or, or nauseous person. So, anyone that's um, scared of ice, I wouldn't say I'm scared, I think I'm, I'm afraid of them, not scared. Uh, anyone that's scared of ice would not be doing this, and uh, I'm pretty much on the cusp. I'm, I, I don't want to do it, uh, I know I'm probably going to have to do it now, um, especially with the mic on, and I'm not sure if I'm going to scream. So, the guys have said there's a lot of screaming and potentially crying, then they'll edit that out. That's, that's fine. Which is good, because I think it would do my reputation some harm, um, being, you know, relatively tough. Um, you know, like a, like a, a Louis Theroux type character. You know, they, they look quite, um, he looks quite unassuming. However, he has the balls of steel. So that's pretty much the persona I'm going for. Uh, so the VT on this will look absolutely dreamlike. Dreamlike. It's, it's the one thing I must say, and the one thing I am glad of, is the scenery here is, is sensational. And there is nowhere, or hardly anywhere, on the planet that you will experience the kind of views and height and, and petrifyingness. Uh, it's really, really breathtaking uh, and it does take your mind off the horrific exercise I've got to do in the next 10 minutes. So we're going we're gonna to start off. The ledge is quite good. The ledge is sound. Uh, we're, we're, there's three of us, so I've got a, uh, the main guy, um, I've got the cameraman and myself, so I'm behind main guy, cameraman at the back. The cameraman, um, uh, Dave, is, is pretty, pretty tough, to be honest. Um, I feel quite safe with him uh, on board, uh, so I've got no fears with him, and he's doing it one-handed, so, you know, very, very good. Right, so um, the instructor, I think he's Jean, Jean the instructor, is is inching, inching ahead, uh, and I'm I'm following him. So 
the ledge is, is pretty pretty decent. Um, doesn't feel that flaky. Uh, I'm all right. I'm on the ropes. Uh, I can hold on. Uh, I'm trying not to at this point because I'm sure I'll need the holding on enough uh, more down the line. Uh, now it's getting a bit. The ledge is getting a bit slimmer now. My heart rate is increasing. Um, my perspiration is getting wetter. Uh, I'm not 100% comfortable. I'd say 70, 72 maybe. Uh, and we're not really fully into this. The drop has increased uh, by, I'd say, another 300 meters. So we're talking 700 meters, which uh, is quite, quite scary. Uh, now, now the ledge is getting. I'd say this is. I've got to the point now where the uh, the heart rate's going a bit weird. Um, I am technically sweating, um, and the we're at the point now where my feet are are literally the the width. The length of my foot is the width of the uh, ledge, and the drop is circa a thousand meters. So. I'm really not comfortable now. My comfort level is probably 40, 35. Um, I'm starting to speak quickly. I'm, I'm really sorry about that. Uh, it, 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 it is quite tense. Uh, the ledge is getting less ledgy and more non-ledgy. Um, and I really do want my ledges to be ledgy. Uh, so this isn't good. I'm, I'm, I'm holding on uh, quite quite strongly. Um, I've got two hands on. Uh, I, I, I'm a little bit worried. Uh, this this could end badly. <clears throat> there is a point, uh, which I must say, which when we we have two cliffy-on things, um, not sure what they're called, um, and when we get to a point that's anchoring the via ferrata rope uh, to the mountain, you uh, have to unclip one, put it on the other side, still clipped in, and then once it's on the other side, you unclip the other, put that on the other side. So it's always clipped in, normally by two, very occasionally by one. That's the danger point. That is the danger point. Now, I have, we have reached a very unledge-like ledge bit. It's, it's so unledgy, it's, it's more or less, it's just a bit of, it's a slither. It's not a ledge, it's a slither. It's, that's the only way to describe it. Um, so I'm to say that I'm holding on for dear life. Uh, I've slightly frozen because I've, I've reached one of those points where there's an anchor anchoring the rope to the cliff face. Um, I don't think I can take it off. I might have to go back. Um, it, 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 it's very droppy. It's very unledgy. It's it's not it's not fine. It's not fine. Um, so I might have to cut cut the VT here because uh, the sweat is profuse and the comfort levels are pretty much pretty much zero. Uh, uh, so I think the instructor's coming back and he, he's going to. So I'm going to hold on. I'm going to close my eyes, and then he's going to take the thingies off and clip them on the other side. And it's, that's literally the only way this is ever going to happen. Um, right. Thanks. Thanks, Sean. Yes.
Thank you very much. Jean is a lifesaver. Uh, we've, we're still on the unledgy like this. It's got a bit thicker, so I'm a bit more happy. Um, I've got probably, a, we've got probably another 300, 500 meters to go uh, across the cliff face. Um, and it does broaden considerably uh, in a bit. Um, there's a bit of water seeping down. I'm not 100% pleased about that. I don't, I don't know whether that's normal. Um, it's kind of like a waterfall, but it's, it's not a waterfall. But should there be a waterfall there? I don't know. Um, so I'm really, really not um, not happy at the moment. Uh, I'm sure at the end of this I'll get a great sense of relief and achievement. But at the moment, um, I just feel like I need to relieve myself uh, in in a few different formats. So um, we are getting more ledgy, and that's good. Um, the heart rate has begun to to stabilise itself. Um, I'm feeling a little more uh, uh, calm. Uh, Jean has been amazing, um, really, really professional, uh, as you'd expect. But you can't take that for granted, I don't think. Um, we're going to have a little rest here because that really was um, insanely um, exhilarating and uh, frightening, is probably the right word. Um, my jaw is quite tight, uh, so I'm going to have a little rest. He's got a drink out, Jean, uh, which um, I don't know how he's done that. Uh, um, I'm not going to bother. I think I'm just, we'll just get to the end, uh, and then and then it will be over, thank God. So, uh, Jean is finished, and um, we're going to more or less get to the end now. That's, that's fine. The ledge is is back to the length of my foot, and I, I, I couldn't I couldn't emphasise more how important that foot length is. Uh, it's literally a foot of of ledge. Uh, when you were down to like a third of a foot of a ledge, is, that is not a ledge that you need in your life. You don't ever need ledges like that. So we're, we're back to that, and it's broadening out quite nicely, and um, I'm sure there'll be a stiff drink at the end uh, with Jean. Um, and I'd like to say that was enjoyable, but it, it wasn't. Um, it beautiful, breathtaking, terrifying, and above all, very, very frightening. So I'll I'll finish here. I'll, I'll have a stiff drink. Uh, we'll get back to the hotel, and uh, we'll we'll catch up then. Right. So we're back at the hotel. Uh, I feel a lot, 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 lot better. Um, am I glad? that we we did that am i glad i i'm pleased that it's over i have a 
vivid memory of it. Uh, and maybe in time I will be pleased. At the moment, I'm not particularly happy with the producers. It wasn't the the most um, exhilarating thing I've done. It's it's the most frightening thing I've done, and that's the difference. Um, would I do it again? I hear you ask. Um, no, no, I wouldn't. But I would go and watch someone do it. Uh, yes, I do that. Um, because, as I said, it's an absolutely gorgeous place uh, and well worth, well worth visiting, even if, you, even if you're not doing it. Um, and if you're good with heights, I'm sure it would be it would be splendid, but it was alleged too far for me, literally alleged too far, or too small. Uh, right, so we're, we've had something to eat, uh, the food's quite nice. The hotel is basic to good. Uh, the car is booked in for nine. Hopefully, they said about an hour, two hours work. Hopefully, we'll be on our way by ten. Um, and then we can get the next leg of the trip up and running. So, um, again, if I, if I had a, a partner in crime, we might do something stupid tonight. Um, but I haven't, so I'm just going to have a, a, another drink and, um, and hit the hay. So we'll uh, we'll connect tomorrow morning, and I'll um, fill you in. Right, it is indeed uh, the next morning, and um, the mechanics have been brilliant. It's it's all sorted. Uh, I forget what it was. It's some sort of oil problem, oil seeping into somewhere that it shouldn't seep into. But it's got a clean bill of health. It won't kill anyone, which is kind of what we want, really. Uh, and uh, we've got to, uh, as I've probably hinted, we are in the uh, Alpine section of the route. Let me just check. Yep. Uh, so it should be some breathtaking driving. Um, we've picked a road, which is um, a challenging drive. Uh, lots of hairpins over some beautiful uh, alpine passes. So I'm really looking forward to today. Um, it is actually the Mark II. It's, it's a nice car to drive. You know, I'd, I'd love it in the Bentley. Uh, sorry, in the Rolls Royce that we had last week. Um, but saying that, this is a different experience completely. Almost opposite ends of the scale, really. Uh, and it's it's good. I think I'll feel the corners in this. Um, they've got a good reputation, these cars, uh, and it's, it's done well so far. And uh, it cost £500 for this car. £500. So it's really uh, quite astounding. Um, how it will do on the hills, I don't know. Uh, we might stop, stop off at the top and uh, catch up there. But... Uh, Yes, really, really exciting. So uh, I will speak to you shortly. Right, again, I've had to um, start the recording again early than anticipated because we have 
a slight issue. The the Mark II is a great car. Uh, its history, however, is a little ropey. It's been around a long time, and I think they uh, have been some minor uh, adjustments to the vehicle in its history, such as its new oil, the, the standard things, um, and among those, new brake pads. And it turns out that the person that has replaced the brake pads last uh, has replaced them with what I would like, what I would term as substandard brake pads. And I'll tell you why. Because the car itself, great up the, up the mountain, up the, the gradient, excellent, uh, first class in fact, uh, didn't struggle as much as I thought it would, but on the way down the brakes were, how do I put it, uh, ropey, uh, to say the least, so it's causing me a lot of anxiety because there is a lot of down and there are a lot of places where you need your brakes to prevent you from falling off the mountain, essentially. And some of these turns on this road are, are breathtaking, but they have very, very deathy falls. So I'm having to use the gears a lot and stave off the brakes so they don't heat up too much so when I do need them I, they're ready to go. So it's, it's, it's a balancing act. Um, I, uh, and what, what might happen uh, might help is they are re reaching a point where the, the heating of the brakes is making them ineffective. So it is not slowing the car down as it should. And you can imagine that when that happens, there's no way of grading um, the severity of this, and potentially they could just get like that. So this is a real point of, um, of tension in the camp. Um, uh, the camera crew have got out. They do have a support vehicle themselves. So they have got out of the car. This, this is how tense uh, the situation is. Now, I'm sure Clarks and, and Co, you know, they go, oh, they won't, they won't let them out. But I, I don't want to endanger anyone. Um, I want to do the challenge itself, so we're not going to tow the car and things like that. This is, I should have got them checked properly. Um, they looked okay, uh, which is one of the only things that did. But obviously, the quality of them is not of the desired uh, amount. So we're going to we're going to press on. Uh, there are some gravel things that I could potentially use uh, along the way. So um, there's a few tricks, uh, but we are in a, uh, a very defcon form, I would say. Uh, not sure how what they go up to actually. Uh, but I think DEFCON 4 is pretty serious. DEFCON 5 is worse, is it? Uh, 
I don't know. So, someone will say. Um, but definitely DEFCON 4. So we're going to we're going to keep the audio on for this bit. We're going to keep uh, the interior cameras going. Uh, no camera feeds in the car whatsoever. So um, we're just going to try and get down this mountain now. Uh, we've already done one pass. That was really really hairy. Uh, so this one is worth. So hopefully I won't die. Um, set it up there. Everything, everything else is good. The visibility is good. The, the ground is dry, so if the conditions are are, are good, I'm going to use brakes. Uh, sorry, not brakes. The gear as much as possible to really um, save the the actual brake pads themselves when they absolutely need them. Uh, so wish me luck. Uh, down in, um, in gear three, the uh, the gradient's not too bad on this bit. Um, the air tends the presence, uh, the view is breathtaking, but I, I I'm not enjoying it because I can't really look at it. I've got to focus fully on the on the road ahead. And every time I reach the head, then I do have to brake because. I'll hold traffic up, and I can't go that that slow uh, on, on the main on these straights. So it's it's technically very challenging. Um, the brakes are holding so far. Slight spunkiness to them. <clears throat> They're just going to get hotter and hotter. So I expect that to get more, but I don't want it to get to a point that I, I think we're going to have to stop quite frequently to let them cool down. Um, so so far so good. Uh, what we'll do is we'll cut the audio according to any incidents that go along. Um, so, uh, so far, so good. Ah, now, this this is ropey. This the the, the, um, the pads are failing, and uh, I'm in a I'm in second um, gear, uh, and there's a corner now. I'm going to have to go down into first. All that. That didn't sound good. Um, and then we're back onto the straight, and um, I've got no brakes. No, there's no brakes. There's no brakes. Right, I'm going to have to go into gravel. This isn't good. I'm going to have to go into gravel. Right, there's the gravel. Okay, I'm using a bandage first. Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Right, we have just managed to stop, and that, that was very, very scary. Um, I'm not sure I'd like to do that again. Um, it's, uh, <coughs> the brakes have totally, totally failed. Totally. So... Uh, I'm, I'm in the ground. I don't even know if we. I don't even know if we can get out of the ground. Uh, and I would say, uh, you know, and I would like to sort of exaggerate the dangerousness. I'm sure the car would pull the car forward with a um, four foot, you know, to, to make it look like it was bouncing over the edge. But um, this is a factually correct part of the show. 
Um, so, in honesty, I'm probably five metres away from the edge. Which you might think, well, that's fine, that's, that's plenty of space. And uh, in the movies, I'm sure I'd be half off the cliff now. Um, but when you're driving in a car that has no brakes, that is heading towards a probably 500 metre drop, using just gears and gravel, five metres is very, very close. Very close. <coughs> so, I'm really, with Phil at the top of the mountain, so I really don't know what we're going to do here. Uh, I'm going to have to have a sit down and a think, because if, if those breaks have gone later, maybe I wouldn't be talking to you now, I'd be not talking to anyone. So, that's how serious it is. So, um, I'll come back to you and we'll, we'll have a chance see what the best course of action is. Right, um, obviously <coughs> this is a challenge and um, I'm all for that. I'm all for challenges, that's fine. <coughs> what I'm not for particularly is death. And after talking to the producers, uh, this section and the condition of the brakes is very conducive to someone dying. Um, so we're going to almost kind of pause this section. I know it's a little disappointing. I know some of you would like to, uh, you know, see me go off the edge of a cliff. Um, to be honest with you, the viewing figures would have been crazy. Uh, but this really is a, a serious thing when you just don't know when your brakes are going to go uh, and you're at the top of a mountain. So, <coughs> what we're going to do is tow the car down till we get to some acceptable gradient. Um, and even then, it, it's, um, it's slightly ropey because uh, obviously the, the, the pads are, are still not the desired quality. So once we once we get down we're gonna stop in the next town, get the brake, the pubs changed <coughs> and then and then we're off again. Um and I, I do apologise for the non commitment to the death scenario but I do feel that I don't want to die. Uh, and it it's it's just um ridiculous, you know, and the BBC contracts are very, very robust, but even even the BBC, I don't think they'd, they'd get out of that, um, and uh, my estate would probably benefit greatly, um, but I'd still like to be in my estate. Um, so, I'm going to report back later, we're going to do a part three, because uh, this has a, has a, a lot of action. Um, so we're going to do a part three to finish off the challenge, and uh, I'll report back um, in the next segment of the show. <laughs>